0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. September 24,
1: 2017, this is the VK National News Broadcast on VK1WIA. I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? Well, the hams across the Caribbean and Southeast USA are using their expertise to help in this newest of hurricanes, Hurricane Maria. The Hiram Percy Maxa Memorial Station, Whiskey One Alpha Whiskey, has suspended its regular bulletin transmissions in order to help support its partners for both HF and long-haul communication response for Hurricane Maria. W1AW will be monitoring the Hurricane Watch, Saturn, Caribbean emergency weather nets, checking Winlink 2000 email, checking into the VoIP weather net and providing interoperability support by keeping various frequencies open for hurricane traffic. All W1AW visitor operations are suspended for the time being. And if it isn't raining, it's shaken. Following the magnitude 7.1 earthquake Tuesday, IARU Member Society Federation Mexicana de Radio Experimenters or FMRE had its national emergency net activated. This is on seven decimal zero six zero, three point six nine zero and fourteen decimal one two zero megahertz, as well as IRLP reflector nine two zero zero channel zero eight. The epicentre in the central Mexico state of Puebla at 1814 UTC Tuesday was southeast of Mexico City, which certainly felt it. Early reports had more than 120 people killed as the quake toppled buildings and rescuers searched the rubble for survivors. Jim Linton, VK3PC, the chairman of IARU Region 3 Disaster Communications Committee, says the FMRE president, Al-Tomez XE2O, Reports, the National Emergency Net, has been handling traffic to make up for the loss of some mobile phone networks. He noted that the latest earthquake was on the anniversary of the 1985 magnitude 8 earthquake that struck Mexico City, which killed more than 9,500 people. Since then, Mexico has prepared for seismic events. A week ago, a magnitude 8.1 earthquake struck off Mexico's southern coast. It's killed in the hundreds and caused considerable damage. There is a place in New Orleans they call the Rising Sun and now we learn there's a place in VK6 they call the Rising Moon. And who better knows this place than a VK7er who visited and from there set out a brand new, out-of-this-world world record. We'll have details of that in this edition of VK1 WIA and the National News. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast
0: can be heard on linked repeaters VK6AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6RMS Mount Salaback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor, VK6YJ.
1: Board talk in just a moment, but ahead of WIA Director Marcus... The K5WTF, a look at the remake of the amateur service LCDs. The amateur licence conditions determination, the LCD, specifies Australian conditions such as the licence grade, frequency bands, modes, maximum permitted powers. The underlying purpose of the WIA's initial proposals was to enable greater self-determination for the amateur service, along with updates to the conditions for all licence grades in order to ensure amateur radio remains relevant in this digitally connected age. The WIA then had further consultation in May 2017, open to the amateur service both members and non-members. Preliminary results show strong support for the WIA's proposed AMLA licence conditions reforms. Results from the three-phase consultation process are to be incorporated with updated documentations to underpin the case for LCD reform with evidence. This will be submitted when the ACMA indicates it's ready to prepare a new licence condition determination.
2: Hello, this is VK5WTF with this week's Board Comments. Life is always filled with tough decisions, and sometimes it can be hard to see the good, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. The latest actions from the board to revitalise the committees is the way that we can keep the WIA moving forward. Don't just think about today or tomorrow, but also keep in mind what's happening next month. And even today, the WIA has the future of ARMAG in mind, thinking about what it might look like in two years' time. We want ARMAG to succeed just as much as the WIA. We all know, like most things in amateur radio, ask 100 amateurs and you'll get 200 answers. And the board is working hard to make sense of those 200 ideas, refining them, distilling them and getting them into achievable goals, just like the suggestions from the open forum. At the same time, we need to find the positives in the change that is always happening around us and turn them into opportunities for the hobby in Australia. The new radio communications bill is a perfect example of this with the pressure on the existing spectrum. And don't worry, as a board, we don't have a monopoly on ideas and look forward to the board asking for your input in the future on a number of topics. This is the organisational structure we are working to build, adaptive and member-focused. This has been Marcus, VK5 WTF, 73.
0: From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au.
3: With international news, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Amateur radio community goes on alert for Maria. Caribbean Island residents in the amateur radio community have hardly had a chance to catch a breath from Hurricane Irma as recovery operations continue but now Hurricane Maria is knocking on the door. The Hurricane Watchnet HWN activated on 14.325 MHz with plans to maintain operations on that frequency during the day and on 7.268 MHz after dark. As propagation dictates, we may operate using both frequencies at the same time, HWN Secretary Stan Broadway, November 8 Bravo Hotel Lima, said in making the announcement. More to come during our rescue radio slot further down this bulletin. New radio spectrum pollution threat. The International Amateur Radio Union IARU Administrative Council AC held its annual in-person meeting on the 15th and 16th of September in Landshut, Germany just before the IARU Region 1 conference. It has addressed high-power wireless power transfer, WPT, for electric vehicles, seen as having a significant potential for interference to radio communications. The AC consists of the three IARU international officers and two representatives from each of the three IARU regional organisations and is responsible for the policy and the management. The meeting reviewed its priorities and positions on the 2019 World Radio Communication Conference, WRC19, of the International Telecommunication Union, ITU. The agenda includes, along with WPT and several other items of potential concern to radio amateurs, a possible allocation in Region 1 of 50 to 54 MHz to the amateur service to harmonise with the allocations in the two other regions. The IARU budget based on anticipated financial contributions from member societies was also reviewed to minimise expenditure and adopted. The theme for World Amateur Radio Day, 18th April 2018, was confirmed as Celebrating Amateur Radio's Contribution to Society. Tunisia legalises individual licences. The Ministry of Telecommunications in Tunisia has approved and issued a decree organising amateur radio activity in Tunisia. It is now possible for Tunisian amateurs to apply, pass an exam and get their own amateur radio licences. Those who already have a foreign licence can be granted licences without passing an exam. Resident foreigners can also apply. FCC opens 630 and 2200 metre bands. The FCC has announced that the Office of Management and Budget has approved for three years the information collection requirement of the Commission's March 29 report and order, r that spelled out the Amateur Radio Service rules for the two new bands, 630 metres and 2200 metres. Notice of the action appears in the Federal Register. Before using either band, stations must notify the Utilities Technology Council, UTC, that they plan to do so. And if the UTC does not respond within 30 days, they may commence operation. World Radio Sport. As preparations are underway for the next World Radio Sport Team Championship event, WRTC 2018 in Germany next July, the WRTC Sanctioning Committee is already looking ahead to potential locations for WRTC 2022. Yes, 2022. The committee is responsible for evaluating requests to host a WRTC event and selecting a winning applicant. It's hoping to announce the host for WRTC 2022 at the WRTC 2018 closing ceremonies. Like the International Olympics, it's important to provide continuity for the WRTC program and give the radio sport community as much time as possible to prepare for each event. Sanctioning Committee President Tine Brannik, Sierra 50 Alpha, said in a news release. Thus it is appropriate at this time to begin the process of considering where WRTC 2022 will be held and who will make up the organising committee. To begin the evaluation process, the WRTC Sanctioning Committee is requesting written letters of intent, identifying the group's primary leaders and contact information, along with the general time frame and event location. The announcement said the committee will then respond with the WRTC requirements document from which a formal proposal can be created. The deadline to submit a letter of intent is December 31, 2017. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
4: Across Australia, from VK1WIA you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Brisbane, it can be heard on 7130 kHz lower sideband every Sunday at 9am Eastern Standard Time. I'm Gary, VK4R.
5: Ham Radio Operational News. It's Context Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017. October DX SSB contest always October's last full weekend. November CQ WWDX CW contest always November's last full weekend. The SSB weekend is October 29.30. The CW weekend is November 26.27. Running all year till December 31 Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. Portable Operators in Victorian National Parks. So far, 14 locations have been named in the Keith Roger Memorial National Park's four-day activity period in November, with two of the hard-to-find ones being the latest to register. Peter, VK3TKK, will be at Wilson's Promontory, the southernmost part of Victoria, on Friday, and then travelling to the French Isle National Park on the Western Port Bay. The school radio club VK3SRC with Joe and Julie have added Churchill National Park on Saturday and Sunday. Paul VK5PAS Portable 3 is on a road trip in East Victoria to activate the Alfred, Cooper Cumbra, Crow Jingalong and Lynn National Parks. The other major activators are Warren VK3BYD and Tony VK3XV. With eight weeks to go, more will register for the activation period from Friday, November 10th your Monday, november thirteenth inclusive. Chris EI6HZB has been reported active on SSB from Cairo, Egypt in the past couple of weeks using the call sign SU DM four DX. Logs are upload regularly to Logbook of the World. Rod EA7JX will be in Delphaya, Algeria till the twenty fifth of September and will operate as 7U1X on all bands. He will also be taking part in the CQ-WW contest on this weekend, 23rd-24th September. QSLs to go to his home call, EA 7 jx David, G4NRT will be on the ERAZ Z21NRT in Zimbabwe till the 29th of September. He will be on the 80 to 6 meters bands using SSB, CW and digital modes. QSL to his home call sign, G4NRT. L. K7AR will be operating as 5WORA from Apia, Samoa, Iota, OC097 from the 19th to the 29th of September. Activity will in the HF bands using CWSSV RITIG and possibly FT8. QSLT's home call sign K7AR. Another day expedition QRT before it begins. Members of the Argentinian DXS group who were expected to be active as PJ 70 T from Saint Martin in a one zero five between october twenty fourth and november fourth have cancelled their operation due to the damage done by Hurricane Irma. The group sent out the following Irma destroyed ninety five per cent of the infrastructure on the island and it will be impossible to arrive and live there for a long time. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, vk 4 fuq Iningham.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, internet streaming
1: and text at wia.org.au. Ahead of Media Watch with Barry Robinson, VK3PV, let's check out the wireless weather. At the 36th Annual ARRL and TAPR Digital Communications Conference, held September 15-17 this year in St Louis, HamSky, that's H-A-M-S-C-I members, presented preliminary evidence that the August 21 solar eclipse had a significant effect on HF propagation. In their presentation, members showed initial results of the solar eclipse QSO party and other eclipse experiments. Their presentation demonstrated that the number of 14 MHz reverse beacon network spots decreased, while the number of 1.8 MHz and 3.5 MHz spots increased during the eclipse. Researchers say this suggests a decrease in both maximum usable frequency and D-layer absorption during the solar eclipse. Want to know what the WIA is doing to encourage amateur radio and member engagement? Wish to be informed on the latest developments that may affect you? Then regularly visit the material on the website, read the WIA journal, Amateur Radio magazine and listen to the weekly VK1 WIA broadcast. The WIA website, which includes the text edition of this broadcast,
4: is at www.wia.org.au. Plenty of good reading in amateur radio magazine for October. On the cover is a dramatic sky photograph of Cape Lewin, taken by Hans Fairhurst, VK6XN, during the International Lighthouse and Lightship weekend. And inside are reports on various activities for the 20th Annual Fun Event. The editor Peter Freeman, VK3PF, in his editorial talks about the recent history and the next steps towards having a bi-monthly printed magazine from 2018. The winner of the Remembrance Day Contest 2017 is VK7. Well done! RD Awards Manager Alan Shannon of VK4SN has the full report. The technical articles this month are on programming cables, mini-satellite antenna rotator Mark II, and the revisit of the FT8, digital mode. Mark, VK3XV, has an interesting story on Kena. Also, Amateur Radio Magazine, a WIA membership service, are regular columns on regional and special events. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here from South Australia, it is transmitted on 7135 kHz at 9am local time. I'm Hans, VK5 Yankee X-Ray. Hi, I'm
6: Robert, VK3DN with this week's worldwide special interest group news and Intruder Watch news. Now, not all intruders on the ham bands are illegal, but a lot of them are. The monthly newsletter of the International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 Monitoring Service typically makes for some interesting reading. While the reports that come from more than two dozen contributors in Europe and Africa can be a bit visually dense, the content conveys the impression that there are a myriad of intruders on the amateur radio bands. However, not all of them are illegal, as IAR UMS points out, but a lot of the signals heard are not supposed to be where they were monitored. The individual reports can get a bit humorous too. Get the grub and I'll talk to you later this evening, was a snippet from a conversation between two fishermen that an Irish Radio Transmitter Society monitor overheard on 3.570 MHz and reported to the IARUMS. The IRTS said that chatter was accompanied on both sides by loud motor noise, and if that was not sufficient detail, it pointed out that both men had Galway accents. Intruding signals from fishing crews throughout IIRU Region 1 are commonplace. More blatant are the repeat offenders such as the Chinese Foghorn over-the-horizon radars on several frequencies that include the amateur radio 20-metre allocation as well as on the 15 and 40-metre bands. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Two radio amateurs are among three new ISS crew members. After a six-hour flight, astronauts Mark van hey, KG-5 GNP, and Joe Akaba, KE-5 DAR, with cosmonaut Alexander Misurkin, arrived at the International Space Station on September twelfth. The trio launched aboard the Soyuz MS-06 spacecraft from Kazakhstan, orbited the Earth four times, and then docked at the space station. Their arrival restores the station's crew to six. The new Expedition 53-54 crew members will spend more than four months aboard the ISS, conducting approximately 250 science investigations in fields such as biology, earth science, human research, physical science and technology development. Once they've settled in, Akaba and Vanderhay are expected to average one or two and possibly as many as four amateur radio on the International Space Station contacts per week. One such ISS contact last week was with the Lee State High School south of Brisbane, a late-night chat with Italian astronaut and engineer Paolo Nesipoli, IZ0JPA, who is still on the ISS with the new arrivals. The RS contact happened at 11pm Queensland time before the students and parents and educators. The evening started at 9pm with telescopes and the school grounds and an informative tour through the solar system. Nick McLean of Gilmore Space Australia explained the development of reusable space delivery vehicles, followed by a science teacher, Chris Meager, with an inspirational video of Paolo IZ0JPA. RS coordinator Shane Lynn, VK4K8Z, set up a portable satellite tracking station with antennas and auto Doppler correction. This emulated the ground station of K6DUE telebridge in Goddard Space Flight Centre, Maryland, USA with the students very interested to see how the antennas begin tracking. Paolo IZ0JPA answered all 13 students, explaining passionately each response in great detail. The excited students, parents and educators then sent a burst of applause to the ISS just before K6DUE closed the link. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio, Caribbean Emergency Weathernet Activities, FEMA announces interoperability nets. Jeff, 9Y4J Emergency Coordinator Advisory Group, IARU Region 2 Area E, reports that the Caribbean Emergency Weathernet activated at 10.30 UTC on 3.815 MHz. The net will use 3.815 and or 7188 megahertz as the propagation dictates. The CEWN will provide 24-hour coverage during the passage of Hurricane Maria and in the storm's immediate wake, in case there is a need to pass health and welfare traffic. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, will activate 60-metre interoperability nets for Hurricane Maria and this will remain active until the storm has passed and for the need for these nets to no longer exist. The frequencies to be used are Channel 1, 5.331 megahertz primary voice traffic and Channel 2, 5.346.5 megahertz digital traffic. Worldwide special interest groups VHF and above the Plumber's Delight. New 10GHz Earth Moon Earth World Record Set. A new 10 gigahertz EME or Moonbounce world record was set on September the 9th when Rex VK7MO and Jim WA3LBI completed a 18,949.4 kilometer contact using QRA64D. This extends by approximately 600 kilometers the previous world record held by DL7FJ. And ZL1GSG, who used CW. The participant said that the key was to find locations with nearly zero degrees takeoff, which essentially means across the water. VK7MO operated from OF76NK at Mealup in Western Australia, and WA3LBI operated from FM28IO in Delaware. Coincidentally, Millup is Aboriginal meaning place of the rising moon. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne.
3: This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au
1: Get your ham licence. It's easy to find a club and a course near you. Just visit the WIA website wia.org.au On next week's VK1WIA broadcast, we'll report on the book launch about Australis Oscar 5, the story of when Melbourne University students built Australia's first satellite. Recalling those historic events back when the amateur radio satellite was launched, January 23, 1970, is Dr Owen Mace, who has written a definitive book. And the WIA was at the book launch by invitation. On the social scene, September 29 to October 2 in VK4, it's the Cardwell Gathering. October 29 in VK3, Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, 10am at the Gary Cooper Pavilion, Yarra Glen. November 5 in VK3, Barg Hamvention, the Greyhound Racing Track, Ballarat. November 12 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at 8am. And November 12 in VK3, Rosebud's annual celebration of all things amateur radio. And a quick look forward to 2018. February 25 in VK2, the Wyong Field Day. March 25 in VK3, EMDRC's Hamfest, the Great Ryrie Primary School, Heathmont. And the VK4 Clairview Gathering, Clairview, that's between Rocky and Mackay, May 4 to 7. Now till next, we meet I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly.